I would like to start with um, pointing to some practical applications of uh, Tonglen or possibilities when and where and how how we 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 covered a bit. I think I can say kind of to sum it up you can practice Tonglen with everything meaning with every situation the small the small irritations the most difficult experiences but also uh, with the good experience with the good moments so and as practitioners our intention is to to use everything what is happening in our life to wake up everything all experiences moment by moment so if you wonder hmm, in a certain situation in this, like let's say you have a conflict with another person and you're stuck in, a, in, in some patterns with another person which happens all the time when, when we get close to people that's why we get close to people as practitioners not to feel good but to to wake up. So if you, if uh, so, each of the situations is, is uh, if you wonder, hmm, how can I transform this in spiritual into spiritual practice? How can I make this part of my my journey of awakening? My journey of coming home. Then a possible answer could be always Tonglen. There's, there's uh, all kinds of answers, of course, depending on your heart practice and depending what you are interested in in, in, your, in your practice. But one possible answer is always Tonglen. And sometimes it needs some creativity um, to figure out how. And, yeah, but it's already a good start to to have, to have this answer, okay, Tonglen, so how can I do this in this situation? And then you, no, maybe, I have some, some other teachings on Tonglen on SoundCloud, so I will put this also, but there's other teachings. So then maybe you listen to some teachings, and then you get some inspiration and some ideas, and then you say, ah, yeah, this is how I can do it. It's so precious, you know, because very difficult thing will hap will happen in your life. Very, very difficult things. I'm sorry to say that. I'm not uh, trying to make you feel afraid or, uh, you know, it's not nihilistic or, or it's going to happen. Because we are human beings and we love, we are connected with others, we have hopes and fears, 
So very difficult things will, will happen to you. And but you know, we are such in a fortunate position because um, we know now there's something we can do. There's something we can there's something we can res- we have we have tools, we have directions to respond to a difficult situation. In a way, a bit like almost there is something good in everything. There's something something it's it can be part of our direction. The direction in our life is not to feel good. That's impossible. It can't be. Or the direction for practitioners to wake up. To love, maybe in a, in, a, in a different way, to become a master lover. Ah, shit, another thing I have to love. Oh no, I, 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 I thought I don't need to love that. I, I, I hoped I, w- I would be spared by having my heart broken. But I'm not. So love is a bit cheesy American, that word. I don't know what to use else. It's probably better to use that than Elska. <laughs> yeah, because we are not so... Yeah, we can kind of fill it with meaning, this English word, love. Mm-hmm. It's Maybe if it's too cheesy, then, then you say noticing. To become a, a master a master of presence, a master of noticing, a master of awareness. And within that awareness of our own suffering, we connect with others. So, working with a difficult person, for example, you can do that uh, while that person is not present. So you kind of... So I I give you an example. Uh, The meditation teacher has a conflict with his partner. (laughs) (laughs) And he, he comes in the evening from a teachings and he walks home and he uh, he gets all worked up. Ah, oh, now I come home and there is this conflict and uh, I don't know what to say and it's so difficult and all my difficult feelings are coming up and there is no connection and and it's like so uh, there's stress, yeah stress, closeness, almost like not wanting to go home. And uh, so a lot of stressful thoughts and feelings and fight-flight reaction. And then 
suddenly the meditation teacher remembers, hey, I'm a meditation teacher. <laughs> hey, what did I talk about tonight? Ah, Tonglen. Right. I can practice Tonglen with everything. So, the meditation teacher imagines his home and his partner uh, reflects on the difficult feelings arising between us, the difficult feelings of the partner, the difficult feelings of, of myself. He imagines himself coming home and then he starts to breathe in all that pain, all that claustrophobic disconnection and tightness and so he, he breathes in up from the home like like with a vacuum cleaner <laughs> the black smoke out of the flat and uh, and then he breathes out what is needed space kindness connection and in his mind he sees how the flat changes, how the relationship changes. And he sees himself entering into that flat in a different state of mind. And he sees his partner in a different state of mind. So... And while he is doing it, he feels, wow, I'm, I'm softening. Yeah. Even tears come, because it's like, ah, yeah, I can, it's like, ah. And then he, he, he remembers, probably right now there's hundreds, thousands of men in Copenhagen going home <laughs> to a catastrophe <laughs> with their sons and with their, daughter, with their daughters and with their partners, or even when, if they are alone. So, yeah, and then he opens the door. And sometimes it's different, sometimes not. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, of course, it makes a difference if you bring a different kind of energy into a situation. That your partner immediately will feel it, even maybe before she kind of feels with what kind of energy I approach the situation, the meeting. But as soon as she sees me, she, she feels, she knows, because she knows me so well, so he, she, can, she can immediately see in what kind of state I am. And then she responds to that. So if I would have not paused at that moment, which also happens, yeah, because then I'm so caught in and I'm just building it up and be, and then I open the door, you know, it's like, <laughs> so uh, this would be, uh, and it's not like, I mean, it's not like that I concentrate in that moment. Because, you know, I, I walk home, so 
it's not like a, you know a big formal practice or a complicated practice. It's really kind of just you know very simple and creative and. You know, I'm not then thinking, oh, am I doing it right with the breath or something like this? You know, it's, it's like, yeah, then it, it becomes mixed up and my mind jumps around. And, but but the, the general thing is uh, the, the taking in, the, 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 the being with how I feel, and then the breathing out. And I, I give myself in that moment... Uh, but I also give into the future situation. So that's one part of this example is that you can practice Tonglen with a future situation, with a difficult meeting, with a difficult uh, presentation you have to give or with the difficult talk you, you, you have to uh, you have to to have with your partner or with someone else. Uh, then, of course, I can I can continue that practice while I'm home and we start to talk with each other. Yeah. So then I can also, if there's if there's still a claustrophobic claustrophobic energy in the meeting and in in the room, then I can work with that just on the spot. Yeah, by breathing in here means, uh, yeah, just not trying to escape. Just yeah, being there. It, it, this is how it, it's, it feels horrible. This is how it is. And and I'm present. So with the in breath, I I I don't try to escape the situation. I don't try to. Escape the the unpleasant situation, the the unpleasant energy, but I open to it. And then with the out breath, uh, I give. So how can I do that? It's like uh, I could imagine the Dalai Lama in my heart and give from that. Yeah? I could imagine that there is uh, the presence of a. Uh, of the Dalai Lama in the room, or I could um, just say, uh, may, "May we be happy," or so that depends a bit on which words and images and gestures uh, work for you to bring some gentleness, some softness, some forgiveness into the situation. Sometimes it's just saying. Uh, Oh, this is a difficult situation. And of course it, it depends. And then you could make that gesture of self-compassion. Yeah, Maybe really, like you put your hands on your chest or in your thoughts. Yeah? This is a difficult situation for both of us. And, and the way you say it, that could be already the compassion. I mean, you could also say, shit, this is a difficult situation. Now we are failing completely again and we, can, we will never make it. Yeah? No, but if you say, oh, yeah, this is a difficult situation. And here we are again, two human beings who actually have so good intentions and, and, and here we are again, victims of our patterns. So, in that kind of 
statement can then be the giving into the situation. Yeah. So you kind of you grow up a bit. Like you take the responsibility as as the adult person for the situation. Yeah. So like like a father, a good father or mother. Yeah, look, two children. So you can also practice Tonglen with a past situation. Yeah. So that could be uh, in the evening if you, you know if you had a difficult situation, maybe where you judge yourself or you feel bad or embarrassed or you feel yeah, so there's harshness um, or after a difficult talk which didn't work out. Uh, so you can go back into the situation and breathe in the feeling and be with the feeling. And, uh, and you breathe out into the situation what you wish would have been there and you imagine it to be there. You, you, you wish you, you feel, oh, what would have happened if, if, I, if I could have contained without reactivity what my partner said to me? If I could, if I could have let it go through me? And and then you and you breathe you breathe back into the situation what was needed and you can go really back you can go into childhood and you can you can uh, connect with how you felt back then or as a young woman when you had a crisis so you go back you go back uh, and you connect with your feelings back then. And you feel the feelings back then. And you see yourself back then. And then you breathe out and you give yourself what you needed back then. And that can take all forms. You can send a friend or you can send a, an insight or you can send a, a, a feeling or you can send a, a different kinds of kind of situation and and, and and there's so much of understanding because you, you can you can see wow this this young woman she she couldn't she couldn't handle it differently it was the best she could do back then and you can and you can see it and you can be kind with her and compassionate with her and she will be very happy about that uh, so, uh, and, and this is not like, you know, maybe, you, maybe one could think, yeah, why, would, why would I think about difficult, difficult things in my past, you know, that just brings up difficult feelings and I don't want that. The thing is, these, these things are there. It's not that the, that the Tom Lan practice kind of brings it into, well, like um, produces it, no. The Tonglen practice just 
brings into consciousness something which is there anyway and needs to be dressed and addressed at one point and healed. It, it's not going to go away. And of course, as I said in the beginning, we always start with being connected with our resources and we, we lean into it. It's not like that we jump and uh, become overwhelmed and kind of re-traumatize ourselves. And sometimes it's good to do that with support. And, uh, but it is, uh, it is one way to do some, some healing work with, with your past. Also, you know, a situation where you were very scared, like, you know, like a traumatic experience where you were very scared. And that, that fear is kind of locked within you. It's still there. It's like locked in your body. It's locked in your, in your unconscious. So going back into these kind of situations, like if you, when you had a, a bike accident or something like this, you know, it's like it, it could be one way to, to kind of a bit integrate experiences like that and, and, uh, and soften that locked no, when we don't feel feelings, uh, we lock them away. So there, there's a lot of this kind of, uh, kind of, and they often, and then if we really work hard on not feeling these feelings, they 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 turn into symptoms, like into sicknesses. So. Uh, each feeling we don't we don't we have not felt in our life is still there as a kind of as a kind of in in the in the Buddhist teachings it's called karma, yeah. So it is like everything we don't feel, everything we we um, we, we uh, kind of try to push away uh, without it being felt uh, remains as a kind of energetic residue. And in the Buddhist teachings, that is called karma. And uh, and it's it needs to ripen. It needs to be uh, opened at one point. And we we take our time and our resources. Or that's that's important to say this again and again. Otherwise, if we open something and it becomes too much, then we make it worse. Because we, we kind of uh, we, we, we get into the same place. It's too much, so we need to close it down. So the first step is really important yes. to, to, uh, within meditation and within, uh, within relationship. So to also have kind of this supportive relationships in your life where, these, where the space in which these things can ripen is bigger. Yeah, so you, 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 you make the space in which these difficult feelings can be contained bigger by having relationships in which that, that, that can happen. You don't need to do this alone. So that's like working, uh, using Tonglen to work with um, the past, the future, uh, within the present moment, 
it's a it's a it's a good practice for um, you know when you see suffering, like you walk. I mean, in like where I used to live before, uh, close to the train station, it was like uh, I mean, it's like hell to walk along Istikel in the evening. So much suffering, so much pain. And uh, so that's uh, th that would be that's something instead of yeah like this um, uh, this the Tongmen attitude would be uh, to yeah to allow yourself to be touched and then to breathe out so to allow yourself to be touched so that to to dare to keep the soft spot to, to this sensitivity we have, yeah? but with discrimination, it's not, you know, so otherwise, if, you, if we don't do that, then it becomes too much, but with wisdom, with dis discrimination, and, and that wisdom we, I want to talk about uh, a bit later, um, a bit more, but, but that's important, so that that uh, without discrimination and with, with, without wisdom um, it's not possible to walk along Istigail with an open heart. It's not possible. That's why you close. That's why you don't want to see it or you become judgmental. You feel like, what are these people are doing? They should, you know, they, they should, you know, the police should bring them away or something like that. And that's just a, a protection, a protection of, uh, you know, of that uh, sensitivity in your heart, which is inborn. We all have it as social beings. And, and, and then if we don't bring discrimination and wisdom in the situation, then it becomes overwhelming and we protect ourselves and we get afraid and we become racists. Towards junkies. Um, I already mentioned uh, the, the practicing Tonglen with a dying person or also with a dead person. It's one of the, the person who just died. It's one of the practices which are recommended in the Tibetan tradition for this process of dying and for this process after death. Uh, so just for that it's really worth, because we will all be in that situation. We all will be. Uh, we all will sit by the bedside of someone we really, really love who is dying, or we will. We will. Uh, yeah. So, our parents and friends. So, just for that, it, it's worth to uh, to get to know uh, a practice like Tonglen. It could be something else. Uh, uh, more deeply, so that when you are in that um, in that moment, it's not time to get you know get out your books and, and try. So what was it? <laughs> Death and dying, you know, like five hundred pages. <laughs> Death and dying in a book. <laughs> yeah, you have to have 
some 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 familiarity with with the practice, and then and then you don't think so much anymore because it's just it's just it's part of you know if you have uh, made friend with the practice of Tonglen and you're sitting by the bedside of your father or your mother, it's going to happen. It's just like because it, you know it's a friend that practice and you don't need oh what was it I should, what should I do and no it, it's just it, it is there and and then it is so so precious for yourself uh, and for for the person dying but it's precious for everyone involved because you are the one who is not collapsing in that situation you know, you are the one who who is able to stand there and be there in that situation. And that's what you want to be. For Also for the other family members. Yeah. So that's, I think, um, so when you, when you do, when, when you explore this and, and, uh, uh, you have practiced Tonglen, um, in a formal way, a bit. Um, it, it's like uh, this Tonglen attitude becomes starts to influence uh, the way you, you you approach particular difficult moments, difficult situations throughout the day. So it's it is like it becomes more a way of living rather than a practice you add. It's, it's, so it's with the in-breath, I, I mean, it's like an openness to what is happening, a presence to what is happening. And this is for the wonderful things and for the difficult things. And then with the out-breath, that that it becomes a, like a like a like a natural response in you uh, to 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 do whatever you can to make this moment a better moment for everyone involved. including yourself. Yes. Can you give an example of using Tom in a in a precious moment, but a beautiful moment. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I, I said that on Friday you were not you you were not there then. Uh, no, it's good to uh, to repeat it. Uh, so in uh, like uh, in, on Friday I presented a very short version of Tomland, and that is in a difficult moment to add. There's other people who experience the same, and in a good moment to say. May other people experience this as well. Yeah. So you you uh, uh, in a good moment you uh, you you practice the giving part. Yeah. So the sharing part. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Why do you think it works? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... It doesn't make sense what I'm asking. Uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, I'm, I was just wondering, because I think it's, a, it's a, in a way you... I'm, I'm, I, in a way, I know, I, I understand what it's about, but then, mm. then I think, but it's a psychological way of being in the moment, in a, a changing the attitude. Yeah. But in fact, you don't really add anything to the situation, but in a yeah. way, yeah. you still do because your attitude is different. Yes, yeah. your attitude is different. So it's uh, there is this cognitive uh, part, mm. changing the situation through reframing it, mm -hmm. thinking differently about it. Uh, but it's also uh, because it's a very uh, body-oriented uh, practice, mm -hmm. like it happens in the body. Mm -hmm. So you have also the uh, the energetic or the the, the emotional, the feeling yeah. part, mm -hmm. and and the the space you, I think the space which is created through Tonglen has to lot a lot to do with this acceptance. You know, with the in, with the in breath mm -hmm. by by breathing it in, what you do is you accept, so you reduce re the resistance. Mm -hmm. And when you reduce resistance to pain, you lessen the suffering. Mm -hmm. um, and then with the uh, with the giving, um, we connect with this uh, natural joy which arises for us as social beings. When we uh, when we are generous, when we do something good, when we help someone, it makes us happy, and this is in our in our uh, system, in our neurological system, that it makes us happy to make someone else happy. It's just like that. We are born. It had it had an evolutionary advantage for us as a ra as a as a breed. Yeah. So, and then. With the outbreath to imagine to give and then to um, to imagine the other person to be more happy, that makes us happy, but also through our um, mirror neurons, when someone else is happy, we also get happy because we are not only resonating with the difficult feelings in another person, we're also resonating with the more uh, with the good feelings in another person that affects us in the same way. Yeah. So that's. Um, 
I think for me, I think one of the most important ingredients is that acceptance part. It's just the, the, the healing power of non-judgmental awareness. Mm. 